Hello, boys. Hello, girls. You're now listening to the NXT TakeOver 4 Brooklyn, Brooklyn 4 edition of the Glorified House Show. And as I said yesterday, this podcast, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on a multitude of, of, of streaming audio, uh, just found out I am on Google uh, Podcast. That's pretty cool. But if you watched, if you listen, I said I would have a special guest um, on the podcast. Um, if you're listening, the link is in the description so you can see this babe that I'm sitting beside. And she's pretty nervous. Very nervous. <laughs> and um, she's going to be helping with this podcast and giving a somewhat of an outsider uh, perspective on wrestling, the product and so forth and so on. So everyone, I introduce Amanda. Hey. Hey. Uh, and in fact, we've been together for a couple of months now, and she has never really watched wrestling until we started hanging out. Yeah, never, never. So never. Um, <laughs> I would say, I guess what I would like to ask is, what made you want to watch wrestling with me? Well, I would say I have an appreciation for anybody who wants to um, put the effort into entertaining somebody. I mean, they have the costumes, they're physically fit, there's a story. So anybody that wants to get on stage, I like that. I like that a lot. Is it anything else? Like, I mean, is it any other anything that's pulling you in? That's saying, like, I can't wait to see the next one? Or is it more or less when I'm around and... You'll just watch it with me. I'll just watch it with you, pretty much. And then I just really like, um, I like the outfits a lot. And I like, I mean, the guys look good. You know, <laughs> like, hello, I can watch that. <laughs> so, what happens is that, okay, there's Raw, the SmackDown is NXT. We've been to a, what, what, what have we been to so far? A SmackDown in Raleigh? Yes, yeah, SmackDown. SmackDown in Raleigh. And... She doesn't watch Raw, and the only thing that we really have time for, because the middle of the week is the only time we really get to hang out, is NXT on the WWE Network. So, NXT, yeah. so she's more familiar with the people, which is not a bad start. I guess anybody be like, "Well, shit," you know, like that's a you know any insider or any like uh, I guess uh, internet nerd would be like well that's a great place to start um i guess my next question to you amanda is do you have a favorite wrestler oh man that you've seen so far on the nxt brand oh gosh name some of the women because it's definitely going to be a woman yeah you have kari sane who is the oh, yes. japanese yes, pirate japanese i do love her a lot you have shayna baszler who is like the champion. Not as much, Shayna. No, she's a little too tough. You have, uh, tough. who I say you look a lot like, Dakota Kai. Yeah, I like her. She's Australian? Aus she's Australian, Hawaiian. Hawaiian, okay, yeah, I like her. I like Hawaii Australian. <laughs> Hawaii Australian. And, um, it's a couple of other ones. Um, she's not even, she didn't even make, she's been getting a big push, but the, um, the women's right woman. You know what I'm talking about? Um, 
do a picture? Lacey, Lacey Evans. Lacey. She's a little, she's very feminine. She wears the hat sometimes. Is uh-huh, Lacey uh-huh. Evans? She's very much, she's basically Liberty Bell from Glow. Yeah. Yeah, I like her a lot. I mean, but I think maybe out of all those, it'd be Kyrie. Kyrie Sane? Yeah. Anybody on the men's roster? Is that CrossFit Jesus? No, that's um, that's Raw. Okay. That's you <laughs> That's uh, Seth Rollins. Give me some guys' names for him NXT. So okay, we're gonna start off with the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he's okay. Rick right. Ricochet. I like Ricochet, but he's kind of short, huh? They're all short. Not Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he, well, he yeah, uh, Velveteen Dream. Other than Velveteen Dream, and maybe okay. Lars Sullivan, everyone's short. Is Lars a really scary guy? Yes. Yeah, he opens like ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Name some other guys from there. You have Roger Strong. You mentioned yeah, you like Roger. Roger. Well, you say you think right. he's cute. He's kind of all American kind of guy. Yeah. He has like Clark Clint hair. Yeah, he or, looks like he looks like he would play, like Superman. Yeah, he's Clark all right. Kent. He's all right. And then you also have uh, God Almighty. Is there the Samoan guy with the, with the, like, the thing that he wears all the time? Are you talking about the finest guy? No, he has his arm tattoos and the, like, looks like body armor. Is that NXT? No, that's that's Roman Reigns. I like him. No, you don't like Roman Reigns. <laughs> well, I'm joking. Look, I'm wearing, like, a shirt that has his shield on it, but, like, here you go. All right. Sorry. All right, Roman Reigns fan. All right, she can't, you can't hold her against her, <laughs> you know, because, you know, she's not really a fan. I mean, hell, this shirt is kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek. Um... Uh, the idea of uh, Shinsuke cheating and the Royal Rumble, but nevertheless. So, out of all the match, so we're gonna any anything? What? Name a couple of the other guys. We're missing somebody. There's somebody well, you got Adam there. Cole, you got Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Eddie Gargano, Tommaso. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. I like Pete Dunn. I don't like his outfit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a throwback. Pete Dunn. This was a throwback to um, Daniel Bryan. He's hard to watch, though. He does the um, finger stuff. Mm-hmm. And he has a match on here. I don't know much about. So out of all the matches, so we have Pete Dunn versus Zach Gibson. I don't know much about that. It's but that was it's the final basically for the UK I bet championship. Pete will win. Well, no, no, we're not doing that yet. I'm just saying, like, uh, don't, we're not gonna give anything. I'm just gonna see out of all these matches, Pete Dunn versus Zach Gibson, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole versus Ricochet. The Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. Okay. And Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Who's EC3? Um, he's the I am top 1% kind of big diesel guy. And he's very tan, short mm -hmm. curly hair. Not ringing a bell. Yeah, he's, um, well, he's the guy going up against Velveteen Dream. I don't remember. All right. No worries. So the thing about and I'm talking about this, the thing about um, takeover. What's so great about any and all these takeovers is that NXT is an hour show. NXT takeovers are normally like two hours. So yesterday, I think the SummerSlam card had at least ten to eleven to twelve matches. It'll probably run for eight hours. Um, and the thing for NXT is that, like, you got one-hour shows. They rotate people. No one's really get left out. But you also get to miss somebody. And their, and their takeovers are like, this is only six matches. So that's always a plus 
where you're not worn out. And I guarantee they've already sold. I think they probably sold out the Barclays Center because that's where it is um, faster than actual SummerSlam. So um, it's always an exciting time. There's been a lot of big matches, a lot of big turnouts, a lot of growth, a lot of storylines that's happened at the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn's. And now if I was to look at and compare this to different NXT TakeOver Brooklyn's, this is probably outside of um, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. We've seen those already. Adam Cole versus Ricochet. I will say that this, is, in terms of star power, it's not the strongest one. So I don't know how much anticipation outside of the brand that most people will have for this, for this, um, for this, uh, for this WWE Network event. So um, I like to think that people are excited. Adam Cole Ricochet seems exciting. Velveteen Dream EC3 sounds exciting, and. Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano, even though we've seen this before, this is a last man standing match, and it should have been a three-way. So, I mean, I think I probably one of the only three ways I would have been interested in seeing. Um, but nevertheless, we're still going to get a good match because those two guys uh, work their asses off. So, without further ado, um, let's go into the pay-per-view. You excited? It's your first, it's our first podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. Are you looking into the camera? Here. Are you looking into the camera? <laughs> All right. I'm looking at you. Like You're looking at me, right? yeah. Because you can find yourself kind of dozing <laughs> over and looking at yourself to see if everything's no, like no. thing. But I've been doing this for a while, so I like I've definitely trained better into looking into the camera. Um, again, guys, if you're listening on any kind of MP3 audio streaming, you can also look into the description if you want to see this babe of mine. <laughs> um, the the video link is down below. Uh, like, share, you know, thumbs up, leave a comment, compliment her. Leave a comment for for her. her yeah, you know, because um, she's awesome. I'm happy she's in my life. Aww. Now get out of here. So let's go into this. And again, this is in no in, in no particular order. I'm gonna give like a quick run through of of uh, the storyline, and then we'll give our predictions. And plus, we'll see how you feel about it. Okay. All right, so and this is again subject. I, I guess card subject to change. Who who knows what they're gonna throw right, on um, later on? It's tomorrow, in fact. Or if you're listening to this today, it's or watching today. It's later on today. So it's Friday night. It was around like ten o'clock. I got here late, so here we go. Um, on the Wikipedia page, it starts with the Velveteen Dream versus EC3. And this storyline has no real background. It has no real um, anything to it to the fact that I think EC3 was in a match and Velveteen Dream just happened to come out and distract him. No real reason why. I think he just, mm -hmm. you know, he just kind of targeted him because he's a pretty flamboyant guy. EC3 is a flamboyant guy. Uh, just to let you know, he was in fact... Um, a WWE guy at first. He was runner-up in a Tough Enough that was won by Fandango. When they didn't want to, no, no, no. He actually won the Tough Enough uh, with Fandango in it, but it didn't pan out. So he ended up leaving the company, going to TNA, becoming Ethan Carter the Third. Okay. And when they, when 
TNA, Impact Wrestling, basically cleared out their entire like roster because they have a whole new crop. He was one of the ones to go. So he came back to the WWE. They let him back in, and he's EC3. He's not Ethan Carter III. He's EC3. Um, Velveteen Dream is a guy named Patrick Clark. And Patrick Clark was a already like an independent wrestler. He had already performed at PWG, and I think he did some stuff for um, in, in, in England. And in fact... Really? Yeah. And in fact, him and I think... Uh, him and um, what's his name? Um, Alistair Black were oh. in fact a tag team. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, really? and, yes, and he was on a recent Tough Enough, which he didn't win, and was voted out by Hulk Hogan. That's right. Right, and so he disappeared for a while. Came back to NXT as Patrick Clark. The gimmick wasn't working. The gimmick wasn't working at all. He was wearing like these flag, USA flag right. uh, tights. And it, it just, he was skinny. It just wasn't working. And then he disappeared, came back as the Velveteen Dream and has become a crowd favorite. Um, and both of them have, you know, EC3's gimmick is he's top 1%. He's a rich kid. He's a privileged kid. But he's also like, you know, this Adonis body and he's the best at this. He's the best at that. And EC and uh, uh, Velveteen Dream is just a big badass, very androgynous, very flamboyant. And the two of them, even though they're a lot alike, they're very different. So we got a clash in styles, we got a clash in, in taste, but we also have a similarity in ego. Um, and again, there's no real reason why they're feuding other than the fact that they're just put together yeah so um anything you want to say about what you've seen of this rivalry i don't really know the history of the two but i i like velveteen dream i think he looks really like strong powerful guy so i would think if i had to say like who i thought would uh prevail i would say i would think it's velveteen so dream. you're so you're predicting velveteen dream yeah yeah, I I think he's just a very powerful guy. Okay, so Velveteen needs uh he needs a win badly. He's lost a lot of matches. Um he lost against um Alistair Black. He's also lost against uh I think who else did he lose to? He lost to somebody. But he doesn't have a win streak. Mm. But he's still like wildly popular. Uh, EC3, on the other hand, he's had one loss to uh, Johnny Gargano, and he's a TNA guy. And in the end, TNA guys never really, um, never really get a good look hmm. for the most part. And it seems weird, but like why people would still hold that against them. But um, Velveteen Dream, even though he's not a WWE guy, he's more of a WWE guy than Ethan, uh, than EC3. So I think just by process of elimination, I believe that Velveteen Dream needs this win and will get this win. Uh, Ethan Carter, uh, but who's to say that this is the last match? A lot of times these matches, whether NXT or even the main roster, they get three goes at it. What does that mean? Uh, three, they get best out of three. Okay. Um, you get the first, you get the second, and then you get the rubber match. 
Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we get to Champa and um, Gargano. This is their fourth match. Oh, yeah. They've been going around and around. Yeah. So, we got the Undisputed Era, which is Kylo Rowley and Roderick Strong, which used to be, um, in fact, Bobby Fish, uh, Red Dragon. Uh, Kylo Rowley and Bobby Fish, if you already know, come over from ROH. Um, they were in a, a tag team called Red Fish. Can I see a picture of them? Oh, well, I don't really oh, have time. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, and uh, Bobby Fish has been injured. And so Roger Strong was kind of written into replacing, uh, uh, replacing him as the tag team champions of NXT. Uh, the Undisputed Era also features Adam Cole as its, as its leader. Mustache Mountain is Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, um, who in fact won at the last takeover, I think won, was it takeover or was it the UK champion, the UK mm -hmm. championship tournament? Somewhere in there, um, in fact, those guys beat the um, Undisputed Era for those belts. And then just recently, um, Trent Seven threw in the towel um, resulting them losing the championship back. Oh, I remember the, that, the towel. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is the rubber match. Uh, and if I was to make a wild guess, I don't, okay, so let, let me ask, let me ask, because I have, I have more to say. So what, do you, what? I guess for what you know, what do you think, and I guess who do you think will pull it off, and what you know, you know, I mean. Um, I'm going to go with Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain. That's you just my gut feeling. Okay. It just tickles my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've noticed a, a little weirdness as of late with Bobby Fish. And maybe, you know, it could be all in my head, but he's the one injured. He's kind of like the third man out. He's kind of like the, you know, the, the, what do you call it? The third wheel yeah so to speak in this scenario odd and man out. odd man out and if you watch because he everyone has belt he's carrying a trophy um yeah. he's the oldest of the group he has a little more um history and he's kind of treated like the third wheel this is just what i've been noticing and if you watch their promos it seems like you can tell that he has feels a certain way uh the the last scene we even saw of them was them doing the sign and he was kind of left holding the trophy he wasn't even he just made a face uh, wow. so i don't know if you know it could be all speculation and sometimes it's fun to sort of guess if like some funny business funny business will happen but maybe just maybe bobby fish will uh do something oh. and and help in fact because i'm guessing maybe he'll turn that mustache mountain will um oh. in fact uh win but i think because of bobby fish and bobby fish feeling like um he's been left out of the equation um and uh what's his name kylo riley is like that's my boy so i'm going with him mm -hmm. i never felt good with roger strong as my tag team partner in the first place and then Adam Cole would just team up with Roderick Strong because, and then that be the feud within Undisputed Era. There's been no signs of them breaking up or some sort of tension, but with NXT, you have a short shelf life of being down there because it's a developmental um, uh, brand. 
So maybe someone's getting called up real soon. So you can't like extend these, 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 uh, these things for a very long time. So maybe they, mm-hmm. they've been a crew for a minute now. So maybe it's time to like shake it up a little bit. That's really reading into the non, you know, oh. non-verbal clues. Oh, th- but that's that comes yeah. that comes with the uh, territory of being a wrestling mark, and also okay. a. I mean, I like to think of myself as a little bit of a, you know, I, an analyst. Analyst. That's the word. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of an analyst. So yeah, really thinking about the backstory but the thing about nxt they really don't go that route too often they never throw anybody a curveball or go sideways with anything so it's still but it's still fun Mm -hmm. to just make these sort of guesses um so we got adam cole this is on the list again it's just a wikipedia we're not saying where it's gonna land in the card but uh the next and we're trying to get through here uh, by the way, she broke her ankle not too long ago, so maybe she could get a little uncomfortable. So we start tra- wiggling around. Yeah, yeah. If you see a, if you're watching and you see a wiggling around, my... oh, okay, uh, if you see a wiggling around, it's not because she's like, um, you know, turned on by me and she's, you know, getting all feisty. It's because she has a broken ankle. I'm injured. Yeah. I'm out this week on the wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. She's on the uh, injured reserve. Yeah. <laughs> She was in. It was. It was but a bit of a fatal four way with Champa, Black, <laughs> and Champa. And now it's a, you know, then she got injured. So now it's a, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I thought that was gonna go somewhere. Um, so there's been a new uh, belt on the rise, and it's the NXT uh, North American Championship. Now, before, it's always just been one belt, and that is the NXT Men's Championship and the Women's Championship. They have no secondary belt for the women yet, but for the men, there's just a tag team. It was just a tag team and the NXT Championship. Then they brought in a second championship, the North American Championship. They had a ladder match. Adam Cole won it. He's, I think he's only defended it once. Who did he win against? It was a ladder match. Oh, okay. That means a bunch of people. Yeah. Okay. And I, and he retained it against Ricochet. Okay. Um, no, no, no. He retained it against... Who did he retain it against? He actually defended it against somebody. I can't even remember. Ugh. That sucks. Well, either way, don't matter. Maybe it was the Velveteen Dream. Hmm. Maybe? Yeah, it was the Velveteen Dream. Fairly recent. I think. I, uh, you know. Hard to say. It moves so fast, but... He's only defended it once. This is his second defense against Ricochet. And, um, okay, yeah, Adam Cole, baby, if you know his history, ROH, New Japan, he's he has all the tools, and he has a slickness about him that's very reminiscent of, of Shawn Michaels. I think WWE has big plans for him. He seems like a favorite. He yeah. seems like a company man. He but, is yeah. a favorite. Yeah, he, he, he's, yeah, I think they have a plan for him. They don't ever mention his weight, even though he's a small mm, guy. They never mention um, um, Finn, Finn Balor's weight either. So that means he's not two hundred five bound, which is like the little the the cruiserweight division for the WWE. He may just be going to the main roster, um, and we'll see. But he's been the champ for a while. Well, not for a while. It was only a couple of months. But again, you got to shake this shit up. He'll probably get called up real soon. Um, he's too talented. Uh, Ricochet, um, if you know Ricochet, he's a, well, also Adam Cole. They kind of have parallel uh, careers of P and uh, PWG, 
um, New Japan. I don't think Ricochet ever performed in ROH. He was a um, uh, he was a Lucha Underground guy. He went really? by uh, Prince Puma, and after Prince Puma, and after his time was up with New Japan tag teaming, I think with uh, what the hell? It's gonna hit me in a minute. Um, it hit me in a minute, but like, who cares? He came to NXT. I I didn't think he was going to be here that soon. I thought it would be later because he's so young. I think he's only maybe 24, 25, 24, 23 years old. He's the boyfriend of uh, Tessa Blanchard. And she, I think, is performing again in the Mae Young Classic. Um, So there you have it. Um, These two are just badasses. Um, and it's kind of up in the air who you would think because I don't think Ricochet, he's doing the flips and he's doing the moves and he's, he's you know, good looking guy. He has a lot going for him, but I don't think he's really panned out the way that so far. So, you know, he doesn't have a certain toughness. Like he's really fun to watch. This is probably one of my, the match I'm most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy what you were asking me earlier, like my favorite. Ricochet is one of my favorite guys. He's so enjoyable to watch. But he doesn't have any kind of meanness or toughness. I Mm -hmm. just don't ever get that from him. You know, you want to be a little bit scared to go in the match with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's good. Not at all. I mean, I would want to go in the match with that guy. Like, throw me around. Let's do a flip. (laughs) I mean, I just, there's not a lot of intimidation. You hear this? From him. I I don't feel much intimidation. And from and again, you have to take in consideration that you don't you're you're not a fan of wrestling, but you can pick up on this, and I I find that very interesting. And you're right, he he does lack edge, he does lack fear. You know, you go in there, you'll probably be faster than you, but that's the only thing you're going to worry about. He hits, I guess, hard enough, but it's not like you're afraid to see him in the ring. If anything, you're you don't want to be outperformed. And outperforming isn't fighting, you know? Yeah, I don't, he's a tumbler. I mean, when I watch wrestling, I like my, my wrestling to look somewhat like a fight. So a lot of like, you know, you look at these UK guys, heart, uh, 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 heart, uh, strong style in England and in, in, in Japan, and they look like fights. You know, you probably could get a lot of acrobatics out of it, but like if your whole repertoire is just doing flips and dives then yeah i'll like and be entertained but i'm not looking forward to see it you know like versus say another match that that looks similar to a fight like you like when i watch some of the other guys i'm like oh my god somebody's gonna get hurt you know Mm -hmm. i'm like really worried about these guys because i'm a mom but when i see ricochet i'm like oh he's just gonna yeah yeah He's just going to spring back somehow. And, and if anything, you're scared he's going to hurt himself doing a dive or a flip. A triple flip, quadruple axle. And, and not make it all the way through. Yeah, like but that, I do look for. I think that's going to be a, a fun watch to uh, match to watch, but I don't know if it's like a nail biter. I think it'd be. I think it's going to... I think it's going to be fun. I think it'll be more of a fight. Because the thing with Adam Cole, and I think... You haven't watched his matches enough. He's kind of he he is an entertainer in the ring. He sells really well. He, does he, sell he has really well. he has a lot of co- comic relief in the way that he fights. 
Ricochet, not so much. Again, it's mostly finesse and acrobatics. Um, but I think the two of them have, I don't know if they fought before or what, but like, I think we're going to get an old school uh, PWG style match where it's going to be pretty hard hitting and it's going to last a distance. I think, you know, okay. it'll probably be the, la the the second longest match there is. I bet so. Um, I bet you're right. And, a lot of stamina, those two. But who wins? Who wins? I say Adam Cole. You, I say Ricochet. Ooh. I think Ricochet, I, I see a title change. I'm that down. Because what I was saying earlier, if 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 Bobby Fish turns on Roderick Strong, Roderick Strong's gonna need a partner going against uh Red Dragon uh moving forward. And so I, you're playing chess, I'm playing checkers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um so I think Ricochet and and also after the feud, say if there is a feud, I'm already fantasy booking. Uh, Adam Cole's gonna get called up real soon. It, maybe, I can see that. maybe for Survivor He's Series, got some star power for sure, or the Royal Rumble in February. You know, I just don't see him landing. You know, just Adam Cole, baby. You know, he's like. I don't know, uh, number nine on the fucking Royal Rumble. Seven or nine, that's always like a debut, maybe even four. Um, and and last, you know, till like the final five or four. I mean, that I think they feel that good about that guy. Um, but I think Ricochet's gonna be down for a while. Um, I think there's a couple of, you know, it, it, you can say what you want, he's still black and and it's going to be a while before they really pan out which black guys on the main roster are they going to move or get rid of to make room for other black wrestlers. Um, there's a couple of black wrestlers on now. Say R-Truth, maybe his time's running up pretty soon. Um, what they do with Kofi Kingston and the New Day, you know, um, Xavier Woods, if they're going to move him to 205 Live, if they move Ricochet to 205 Live, it's still up in the air. And and I think he's just by default. Um, and I'm not saying it's like discriminatory. I just, we've watched wrestling for a while. And it's not like the treatment of black wrestlers or the placement of black wrestlers uh, or even the gimmicks of black wrestlers is something that we're stranger to. So... For me to bring it up isn't to be like, oh, man. but it's it's a it's a fact, not a fact, but it's a it's a horrible truth. Uh, so. Well, there's statistics to back it up. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. you know, there's stats. It's like if you watch the show, you see it. You know, for years on out, and uh, you know, you look at <laughs> you look at the new day, you look at you know the street profits, and you know, you look at our truth. There's not a very a lot of variation, and you know, the only serious black wrestlers out there is Shelton Benjamin or like um uh he's from here um Cedric that? Cedric Alexander that Lashley guy and Bobby Lashley yeah you know or, or for females um like there, there's not a lot but um what's her name Phil the Glow whatever fuck her name is she's a dancer you know like everything dancing and glowing um, you get the Usos who are black enough and they're like basically criminals. <laughs> you know, it's like and, uh, the only, I think the only uh, person that doesn't, on the women's roster who's black and doesn't really fit any kind of stereotype is the um, the short black girl with the uh, 
colorful? Yes. She has a contacts? Yes. Yeah. Her. Whatever yeah. her name is. I'm not a big fan of hers, but nevertheless. On to the she's next. She's cute, though. Yeah, she's all right. I just, I just hate. She, she's too. I like the girl with the big, long, ponytail thing. Yeah, it, yeah. But she's, she's, she's sassy. You know, it's just like she's just another Alicia Fox. She's kind a more talented of Alicia Fox. Yeah, I mean, that's what Alicia Fox is, though. Yeah. And when she made, they made her kind of cheerleader, sure. Crazy. Um, Amber Moon is her name. And, oh, I like her. Uh, yeah. So, again, uh, Ricochet, I see him with the belt. Sorry to sort of Adam go on. Cole. All right. See, and see? Black versus white here. Um, <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I, I'm gonna jump to Pete Dunn versus Zach Gibson. Um, I think uh, I'm not sure. I think maybe Zach Gibson is like the he. Uh, I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. I didn't watch the UK tournament. Um, Pete Dunn's the motherfucking man. Yeah, just the fact that we don't know his name. How in the world is he gonna win? Unless they trying to make a new star, NXT will make a new star out of you. Okay. Um, I did a big event. Yeah. Uh, it'd be a, a shocker. I mean, I'd be like, whoa. I think as an introduction, I think it probably could. Statement. Go. Um, but it'd be tough to, uh, I think I may have to stop this for a while. This is the, did I get rid of the other ones? Either way. So I have, I have Pete Dunn winning, but they could go with Zach Gibson, but I have Pete Dunn winning and Zach I'm Gibson just, you. yeah. So. I agree. Totally agree. All right. Hold up. We'll be right back. I got to see this. I don't want it to stop on me and, and not have enough yeah. space. So. All right. We're back. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I got a weird message on my... I'm recording with my phone and I got a weird message saying um, something 30 something and... Maximum. Yeah. It was weird. And I was making sure that I had enough space. But I have an hour's enough time to record. So I apologize for the stop in action. Um, but we're back. Did you miss us? No, you did. Um, I know you missed this pretty face. If you're watching, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. I got lucky, guys. And she watches wrestling with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, um, so our prediction was Pete Dunn winning. Okay. Pete. On to the next. Um, I'm going to leave Ciampa and Gargano last. Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Ooh. Uh, Kyrie Sane, she is the winner of the last year's Mae Young Classic. She, in fact, defeated Shayna Baszler in the final. So they have a history. Um, one has a victory. One has a loss. But one of them became champion, and it wasn't Kyrie Sane. Uh, Shayna Baszler herself, she is a ex MMA fighter. She's one of the four horsemen with um, with with um, Ronda Rousey and the two other, uh, which the two other girls who are training in the develop uh, in, in the development center. Um, one is Roderick Strong's wife. Oh, okay. Yes, and the other whatever they were all MMA girls, and they they're called the four. They were called the four horsewomen of MMA. Um, Shayna Baszler is the first to sort of break out from the group, and they put a title on her. She's been basically bullying everyone in sight. Um, more notably, uh, uh, Dakota Kai. Um, yeah. uh, she had a feud with um, the chick from Sanity. 
I can't really think of her name right now, but they had a little feud going on, um, and she was victorious in that. Um, Nikki Cross, that's her name. And now her next uh, opponent is Kyrie Sane, and she's since the May Young Classic, um, they've still been a, at each other's throats. Um, sometimes Kyrie Sane get the best, and they move on. Sometimes Shayna Baszler get the best, they move on. Um, but now they finally get the meet, and Kyrie Sane is the number one contender for the belt. And um, I guess since she's won the Mae Young Classic. She's not been weak, but she not, hasn't necessarily been strong. They changed her music. Um, she's not on TV as much. Uh, so it's up in the air, I guess, what they really want to do with her um, to sort of put it in the situation where she has an opportunity to defeat Baszler again. It's kind of interesting. I would, I'd imagine they would have done it earlier. So who's the current champion? Uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna, okay. Shayna Baszler. And again, because this is, you know, best of three, it seems this is their second match. I guarantee there'll be a another match in the works. Mm. Um, again, NXT, I always come up with little screwy, uh, screwy things that could happen. Um, and I like to think that maybe, just maybe, the two other girls show up who are in development right now, they show up and distract Kyrie Sane and help Shayna Baszler win. Okay. All right? So, any thoughts on what you know of this 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 upcoming match? I'm looking forward to watching this one. Uh, I really like Shayna. I think she's tough. I mean, she's not one of my favorites, but I do think she is, she sells it, as you say. I think she's really interesting to watch for the fight. And then... I love Kyrie, so I think it's going to be a really good match. I'm real curious to see how it turns out. Um, you always pick on uh, Shayna because she has no eyebrows. I mean, I don't want to be thinking about <laughs> eyebrows. That's between us, I thought. <laughs> no, no. Why are you bringing that out? No, because I think it's interesting. I don't. I've she never. She needs some eyebrows. I think she has eyebrows. Mm -mm. I... If she would look so much more feminine, if she would, I, I think she almost purposely does that. But if she would look more feminine if she just had a I don't little think, bit more eyebrows. I don't think she gives a shit about looking feminine. I've not well obviously she doesn't. Yeah and I don't <laughs> think she's I mean if she goes I both mean, ways she has a boyfriend too which is. I just think that she would look so much uh, more attractive as mm -hmm. a female if she would just work on her eyebrows just a little bit. Not, mm -hmm. not overboard. My only thing with her is that she doesn't she's not smooth. She lacks smoothness. And her moves? No, just just her demeanor, yeah. and everything. I feel she's like tough. she's she's yeah. she's trying to be cool, but she's coming off as stiff, trying to look cool. If that makes any like sense. Like her leather jacket's brand new. Yeah, and she's like really walking like a robot. She's like uh, hasta la vista, baby. You know, yeah. and so yeah. Um, and I love all of, uh, Kyrie's fights. So I love her hair. I like her moves. I like. Um, so it'll be interesting because she's so femme. I mean, everything about her and how she, her wrestling is very acrobatic against Shayna's grappling. So mm -hmm, that'll mm -hmm. be, I think it'll be an interesting contrast. I'm going to go for the win myself. Mm -hmm. um, Shayna. Okay. So we both got Shayna winning. 
her getting her win back. Again, I got shenanigans happening. Um, but, I like that, man. But, but I think what Kyrie's saying, if you've seen the last couple of fights that she's been in, she's had more edge. And I think, you know, she's lacked edge and a lot of her stuff up to this moment. And she's playing mind games. When they even had the contract signing, she only said she knows I can beat her. Because she doesn't speak that good of English. She right. goes, I know I can beat her. She knows I can beat her. And she said it over and over uh, just past Wednesday. Um, she's when, working on her when, when she beat, Yeah, she beat, yeah, she when, she, when she beat uh, Aaliyah, she made it clear that she had Shayna's attention. Like, you know, and that she was eyeing her down almost a whole match. And she's trying to get into her head because if there is a, a truth out of it all, she did beat her. And she beat her on a big stage. And maybe Shayna, um, you know, Nikki Cross played an intimidation game. And it worked a little bit, but she still lost. Maybe, but Nikki Cross never beat Shayna. Uh, and I think that's the edge that she has over Shayna. And maybe she is a little uncertain. Maybe at TakeOver, you'll probably see her a little worried. You know, maybe that she isn't as tough. Like, she's... Maybe they're cut to the back and she's talking to the two girls. Like, I don't know, you know, like, no way. I, I don't, tough. I don't know, man. She's tough to the core. I don't she's know. Old. She's And all maybe tough. at the very end, shenanigans with the two, they got to introduce them at some point because they, it's, um, either Survivor Series or the, um, Survivor Series or, or either WrestleMania. It's coming up soon. It's coming up fast. And they, they want to get a four, horsemen's women between those four MMA girls and Flair, um, Bailey, uh, Banks, and um, Lynch, who were considered the four horsemen of four horsewomen of NXT. So they've been talking about getting those four together for quite some time hmm. for a big match at either WrestleMania or Survivor Series, and it's it's time. Tick tick tick. What if um, Kyrie is just about to win, and the other two rush in and, and save Shayna? Well, that's the point I'm making. And you know, stupid ass babyface syndrome. Whenever anyone comes in for a distraction, um, the the babyfaces lose uh, focus and lose. But again. It's the idea isn't the distraction as much as it is introducing these two yeah. uh, players in the game. And when they're introducing players in the game, who's to say that someone's going to get called up? When someone gets called in, someone either gets fired or moves up to the main roster. And maybe it's Tom. They always bring someone up after NXT TakeOver. So, I mean, I can't come up with who it would even be, but hmm. just by nature, if they go that route. All right. And... We get to the main event. The main event is Tommaso Ciampa, who is the NXT champ. With the big beard. Yep, he beat um, he's scary, Alistair dude. Black. Yeah, he's 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 funny too, though. He beat Alistair Black at the last takeover, um, uh, with assistance from Johnny Gargano, who has lost his fucking mind, uh, and uh, he's. You know he's he's the man. Like I don't know, uh, he's the best performer in terms of like character. Tommaso. Yeah, Tommaso. Yeah. Did he do this? 
Yeah. Or something like that. And yeah. all of wrestling, he's no one, good. no he's... one comes close to how good he is right yeah, now. Yeah, he's good. Um, and Johnny Gargano, the storyline has been that he's been sort of Tommaso Ciampa's in his head. He's he fucking his wife. Huh? They they were gonna go a route, I think, where he was going to in fact attack her or something. They it seemed he got injured and it, she it, came out. She was yelling at him. Yeah, and it, it seems like they were gonna go that route. Uh, the end, there was talks of maybe there was a chance where there was gonna be physicality between the two, but I think they they thank God they they went the other route. I mean, if you know her name is um Candice uh Candice uh I just go with Candice. Let me guess, she's blonde. Yeah, yeah. She's the wife of, of Johnny, and um, she fought men. Uh, she oh, was in it. She was in a tag team called the World's Cutest Tag Team with uh, with the guy. And if you watch her old tape, she's just getting her ass handed to her by men all the time. But you know they make it they equal it out where she would get the best of a lot of guys, even the pins, even hitting finishers on guys. So her background is wrestling men, um, along with women, but. I don't know if WWE is in the business of intergender unless it's like, yeah. um, you know, a uh, fucking love feud. Well, no, like, even, they, well, they had, they had the, 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 the guy, um, Ellsworth in a intergender match against, um, Oscar. So, and he didn't even get a lick in. She he just basically got his ass whooped. And any time that she got hit with anything him involved, it was from, Carmella. So they're just not in the business of men hitting women. Yeah. You know? We don't need to have that on TV. Even on the <laughs> developmental oh, even on the de developmental brand. Um what I wanted to say was this started off as a a, a, a triple threat because Tommaso Ciampa uh winning the belt whoever's the champion has a rematch clause. And uh the rematch clause uh was put in to effect um, and they made it a triple threat uh, sorry sorry it was gonna be just them two for the rematch but then somehow uh, William Regal and maybe hindsight uh, because uh, Aleister Black is injured put uh, Gargano in the match because he cost Aleister Black the the belt because of his interference just whatever just process of you know of getting shit done Boom, it's a triple threat. But the injury is uh, worse than we thought. And he had they had to pull him out of the match, making it a one-on-one. -on -one. And hopefully it's the last match because of the last man standing. I think everyone was hoping and waiting for a cage match, so to speak. Um, but this last man champ, last man standing, I think fits the mold pretty well. Um, and what they've done with uh, Alistair Black is they made his injury into a who done it, who attacked yeah. Alistair Black because there's this video on .com where he's laid out and it's like a guy with a camera. He gets in touch with William Regal. They say, "Hey man, Alistair Black's been attacked. We got to get out there." So they're just basically going to the to the thing, and you see. Uh, Undisputed Error Escape. You see Johnny Gargano come in. It's so cool. It's actually pretty fun. And they got all these people around the area where Black has been attacked. And everyone has sort of like something going on. You see 
You see Lars Sullivan walking away in the back. You see uh, the the Hawaiian guy on his phone. He's like on fucking FaceTime, whatever his name is. The finest that guy. You see uh, a couple of guys sitting around. You see, you know, you just it's just well, all these people are around. Who attacked um, Alistair Black? So that becomes the new story. And if I was to talk about one more thing about Alistair Black and the Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano feud is is that he had a lot of fanfare. He had a lot of things going for him. For him to get that belt was a major achievement. But what happens in wrestling sometimes is that like whoever's going for the belt, whoever wins the belt, sometimes it's the it's a feud that doesn't have a belt involved that gets more attention. And he just so happened to be the champion during the Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano uh, feud, right? So it's almost best for him. I mean, it's kind of a shame because he's kind of been a paper champion. He didn't headline a single uh, takeover as champion. They've always uh, the 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 Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Okay. The he- the headliner's always been um, Ciampa uh, Gargano related. So it's kind of a shame. Not only to be outshined as champion, I mean, it's a better feud. More compelling characters. I mean, he just happened to, you know, out of all the NXT champions, that was the short straw. Um, And then not only to lose his championship, but then also to get injured. But maybe, just maybe, it's for the best. And let this... Let this fucking feud just go and like clear a path for him, maybe to come back stronger or get called up to the main roster. Um, so, yeah, Johnny's lost his mind because Tommaso Ciampa is in his head and he's slipping and slipping and slipping and slipping and slipping to the point where when he came in the last promo before they made a triple threat match, he got Black Mass, which is that spinning kick by. Um, by uh, Alistair Black, and as much as everyone loves Gargano, the crowd is like, you deserve it. Oh. You deserve it. So the story is working. Everything's going to plan, and even the ki- even the, the crowd is in on it. Even though, like, you, Johnny is like the crowd favorite of anybody in anything of wrestling. So it's, it's working out, and I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, this is like part four of this feud. I don't, it's not like they can do anything greater than they've done last time, but maybe they, you know, NXT doesn't do it too often. I've already said there'd be shenanigans and maybe three, four of the matches, but maybe there's shenanigans here. Maybe someone gotta be. shows up. I mean, there's we, no way. You, there's no way that they have a clean match. And there's no way. And it's, you know, it's, what else between the two of them can they do? Because that's what everybody's looking forward to now. Now it's like this expectation that it's going to be complicated and yeah. I think we'll we'll see. I mean, I've been talking a lot. What what is your thoughts on on this feud and your thoughts on the upcoming match? So I love Tommaso. I think he's such a good uh, personality. I really like about him that. So many of the, what do you call the bad guys? Heels. <laughs> are so overly animated and screaming at everybody, or they have this gimmick. But what I like about uh, Tommaso is that he's so subtle. 
I mean, his face just, you know, he just looks over there and he does this little, he doesn't have to have all this uh, fireworks and spectacular, like he's just a scary freaking guy. So I, and then uh, I'm not a huge fan of Johnny. I think he's a little cheesy to me. I mean, I could see why um, maybe like some younger people would cheer for him, but I, I, I don't, he's just not one of my favorites. Um, so I definitely go Tommaso. But I, I, I do think that there might be some interference in this one. Yeah, he just got the belt. This is Johnny prime for drama. Yeah, yeah, and I don't see, I mean, he's due for a win because I think they've gone back and yes, forth. Yes, a and, lot. And even, and even so, like, if, Gar if Gargano wins, it's two to two. So maybe there's another match between the two of them. Because people still want to watch it. I mean, people still want to watch still it. Still want to. I mean, even I'm like, well, what's going on now with those two? And then, does Tommaso still have the leg brace? No. Well, I think I think he still wears I it. I think he likes as a foil, like you yeah, know, as a it. as a look. Because that's just more props and everything. But I I think it's going to continue on. So you so so that means Tommaso Ciampa retains. But that's the thing. Like, what will bring them to a fifth match? Well, maybe Alistair Black somehow is involved. He's 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 on a hospital bed somewhere. Oh really? Yeah. He there's no way he's showing up. Mm. I'm thinking a new character shows up. I'm thinking a new character shows up because one thing about Champa is he he is a bit of a chicken shit, chicken shit heel, which is like he he like run his mouth, look tough, and then run. Um, or he's more like slinks off. Yeah. He's so snake-like. Yeah, yeah. Um, he needs he needs someone to, in fact, interfere. He needs some... No, so he needs... Not, not interfere, but he needs a bodyguard. Does or, he have or like a, friends? What's, what's the word? He has no friends. He has no friends. Um, but it, when you're the champ... Everyone wants to kiss up to you. Yeah. Um, maybe, just maybe, um, because they're trying to see who who took out Aleister Black. And I said something about Cassius Ono. I, maybe you're not familiar with him. But Cassius Ono last Wednesday had a different demeanor about himself, a little more vicious. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's speculation that he uh, is, a, is the guy who attacked Black. But maybe he'd come out to get Gargano. Okay. You know, maybe he comes out and get Gargano and I mean, it ends the feud. He moves on to Cassius Ono, who's a big guy cuz it's, you know, um and then some another baby face steps up to the plate um to face to face uh Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa. Mm -hmm. Um who becomes baby who becomes baby face? I mean, I it's, you know, you can you go over you go over the the, the, the list of things. I, I I can't at this time think of someone who would even come close. But I guess over time we'll find out. But I think if there's any shenanigans, Cassius Ono shows up and helps. I haven't really seen him much. Who Cassius? Yeah. Well, he shows up every once in a while. He fought EC3 not too long ago, and then he lost that match. Hmm. Um, he doesn't win matches. <laughs> like that's his thing. He doesn't win any matches, um, and he just beat some dude down. And again, he was pretty vicious. So who's to say whether he's the black? Hmm. 
you know, he's the the guy who attacked Black, or he comes in jealous of Gargano and his praises and his and his uh, good luck. His I guess his um, ascension, popularity, popularity. Yeah, you know, jealous. Yeah, he has the the, I mean, the wife and he has Gargano's the fans. Yeah, because you don't. And also, he's slipping to become a heel, and you don't want him to be a heel. You need a bona fide. Uh, baby face, uh, and he's that guy. You don't need him slipping too much, and he is. And mm-hmm. I think Cassius Ono can be that foil to put. Ch- uh, Bring a baby back. Yeah, bring the baby back, baby back. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it, guys. I guess we went a little longer. She was nervous. She did great. Thanks, so. She did great. Um, and do do you have have we decided where we're going to watch this? Because NYP is going to be having like a um, a showing. Ooh. I don't know if you wanted to go in public or like do stuff with your ankle. Okay, I want to go out of the house. Okay, all right. Because I'm thinking we can watch it. Yeah, we can either watch it here or watch it there. Let's watch it there. Watch it there. Okay. So, and I said I'm I'm gonna be filming, get a live reaction of. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, maybe the Gargano, definitely oh, Gargano God. Champa finish. Yes. Um, yes. And the Shayna. Shayna Baszler, I'll try to get them all and then pick through which ones have yeah. the best reaction. Yeah. Um, any any last words um, on your first ever podcast and your um, and and I guess officially making you a mark, a wrestling mark. You did a podcast. You're it's official. Oh you're a wrestling God. mark now. Maybe you're not <laughs> the biggest fan still, but you're a wrestling mark. Well, these people go out there and they put on a show and they work their asses off and I'm sure they're hurt all the time so why not give them a little bit of respect well also your yeah. your podcasting debut like what do you have to say about your podcasting debut well you made me feel so comfortable <laughs> and uh, I don't know I'm, I'm still new I'm still new um this one, <laughs> she won't be on all of them all the time but she'll <laughs> make if she's up to it she's gonna make appearances and give her perspective and maybe and maybe if she knows enough we're you know i have her leading off telling the storylines and stuff as as we go <laughs> so you know fuck around she'll have her own podcast <laughs> probably never yeah <laughs> no it was fun it was fun well thanks for helping me thanks for being a part of this thanks for having me here and um she's i'm not gonna have her give her any kind of anything social media whatsoever so guys sorry sorry <laughs> you're so silly man. yeah and um you know how to find me ellen japanese uh instagram ellen japanese all one word l in japanese one word twitter um this is the glorified house show you can find this on youtube um you can find this also on soundcloud just type in Glorified House Show. It's everywhere, man. It's coming to a, you know. Electronic device? Yeah, electronic device <laughs> near you. And with that said, um, watch out for those foreign objects. <laughs> All right. We're back. We're back. I-, I thought it was done. I gave the sign out everything, but she came up with an amazing idea. And this is maybe something we'll do uh, next time, or even when I when I come back on my own and do. New prediction. 
Is, huh? New prediction. New category. prediction. And maybe, maybe <laughs> we're going to invent something here. Right? <laughs> so she brought up, she goes, we forgot something from our prediction. So what, what did you say? Uh, we got to figure out um, or predict who's going to get thrown into the Mexican announcer's table. Yes, the Spanish announce <laughs> table. Not Mexican announce table. Oh, sorry. But the Spanish announce table. Oh, yeah, Spanish which language. I think is one yeah. of the funnest things. She picked up on that soon because I remember talking about the <laughs> it's idea. It's so funny though. Uh, yeah, it's, it. it has to happen. And it has to happen once because, you know, they do, with, oh. with the takeover specials, they do have a, a Spanish announce table. I think they have a Spanish one. I think they have a German one, and I think that's it in terms of uh, maybe an Indian one too, maybe. East Indian one, and that's the stretch of of uh, announced announced teams joining. And if you were to choose, <laughs> oh gosh, Amanda, um, who's gonna go through the Spanish Ooh. announce table? Velveteen Dream versus EC3, Undisputed Era versus Roger uh, versus Mustache Mountain, Adam Cole versus Ricochet, Tommaso Ciampa versus um, Johnny Gargano, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane, which is not going to happen. Um, Pete Dunne versus Zach Gibson. I am leaning towards Tommaso and Johnny. It's because, a yeah. Because that's going to be probably one of the more flamboyant matches i think i mm -hmm. think it's gonna sprawl all over the place rather than just stay in the ring what about you it, it would have to be tommaso Ciampa oh. versus gargano because it's the last man standing match the idea of a last man standing match is we didn't talk about that a last man standing match is if you could keep your man down your opponent down for 10 seconds you hit him beat him up you do whatever you can there's no okay. pin Hmm. There's no disqualifications. There's nothing. It's you knock them down, you incapacitate them for ten counts, and you win. So throw them on the so, Spanish-speaking table. So a lot of tables are going to be gone through. <laughs> That's not thinking too. You know, a lot of weapons are going to be used. There's going to be you know, or foreign objects. Foreign objects. Um, and somebody is has to go because they have to do one of the ten counts. Through the Spanish announce table, but who <laughs> goes? So who goes? Who goes through the through Spanish it? announce table? Um, Johnny. Johnny goes through the. Uh, you got Johnny. I think Johnny puts Tommaso Ooh. through because it's. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think normally the babyface puts people through the through the through the. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Oh, isn't she great? <laughs> okay, and that's it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Watch out for the Spanish announce table. <laughs>